3: I'm Raj Punjabi, head of identity content at HuffPost.
2: And I'm Noah Michelson, head of HuffPost Personal.
3: Welcome to Am I Doing It Wrong? The show that explores the all too human anxieties we have about trying to get our lives right.
2: Okay, Raj, happy new year. First of all, happy new year. Now I have maybe the most intimate question I've asked you, and I think it's perfect to kick off 2024. Hit me. How good of a pooper do you think you are?
3: (laughs) There it is, (laughs) folks. Okay. Uh, I do have to say, if we're self-creating, I think A+. I happen to believe I'm a very healthy pooper. Mm. Like, same time every morning. I feel like it looks like the Bristol stool quiz says it's supposed to. Right, that
2: you see online. Yes,
3: but I'm not totally sure. What about you?
2: I think that is where I'm at, too. It feels like I'm doing a good job. But how do we know? Because we we don't don't really talk talk about about it. it. Yeah. It's so taboo. But you know who does talk about it? Tell me. Dr. Evan Goldstein. He's an anal surgeon and the founder and CEO of Bespoke Surgical here in New York City. I first met him a couple years ago when I did a podcast on anal sex with him. I wasn't having anal sex with him we were talking about it uh we don't judge in this space but he's like the butt master Mm -hmm. and so I was like let's have him back on and this time we'll talk about pooping we'll figure out what we're doing wrong and how we can do it better
3: all right we'll pop off poop king
2: (laughs) hi dr goldstein thanks for being here oh my pleasure So I want to start with what happens when we go into the bathroom and we actually sit on the toilet. Mm -hmm. I was reading about something called potty posture. Is there actually an ideal posture that we should be using when we are pooping? I think it's... The
1: answer is there's lots of things that you need to think about while you're pooping. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's not... Your iPhone and Instagram and TikTok, and it's not sitting for too long. I think mm. the element of thinking about your session mm. is how do I make it the quickest and the easiest with the least amount of pressure?
3: Totally. This is not your time to meditate.
1: It's not. Okay. Well, meditate of like breathing and concentrating mm-hmm. to open your hole,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But allowing the process to happen. And I usually say to people if you feel like you need to go poop, You go to the bathroom, you sit on the bowl. If it's not coming out within 30 seconds or less, stand up, brush your teeth, go about your day. Literally shit
3: or get off the pot. Yes. Yes.
1: That saying is so important. But from a posture perspective, it's, you know, when the, what's, I always forget what's the thing uh, that you step on. The squatty 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 potty. potty. Fucking squatty potty. Yeah, (laughs) It doesn't take into account your height, It doesn't take into account your toilet bowl's height. Right. Right. So everybody's pelvic angle is Mm -hmm. different.
2: But there is an ideal, like, I always wondered about this. I have a squatty powder. I Mm -hmm. finally got one. And like, I do feel like it helps. It does. But what is it doing what angle is it giving us that we should try and and replicate whenever we're we're pooping?
1: Have you ever seen, like, a kid with a diaper, like, a baby with a diaper, mm-hmm. like, that just stands but, like, kind of squats? Yes. yes. That's kind of the positioning. Okay. Right? It's just a matter of, like, the angle of where poop is. Got it. So I think before we get there, you probably need to say, like, well, where is shit? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's It's in what's called the sigmoid colon, which is actually a little bit higher than what's the rectum. So when -hmm. when we feel the urge to go, like most people go first thing in the morning, Right. right? We're laying down. We then go from laying to standing. That signals to the body that the pelvic angle is starting to change on its own.
2: Ah, so now the
1: stool that is in the sigmoid colon is starting to it's move. Traveling. It's traveling. Okay. You feel it like when you're brushing your teeth, right? right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, I, I'm ready to go soon, right? Yeah. But it moves in position. Then you sense that. It relaxes an internal sphincter, which is the muscle inside. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I need to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you sit down And relax the other two muscles with your meditation that you spoke about. (laughs) And then finally, it evacuates. Got it. But yes, there is the right angle. It's just, it's hard for me to tell you and the listeners what angle that is. You guys have to kind of like go out there- and find it. Is yeah. it a little
3: different for everyone? Yeah. Okay.
1: Totally. Especially female pelvises are so different than male, uh-huh. right? You guys, you know, have to deliver b- babies. Sure. And uh-huh. so the, the muscles are different. There's much more elasticity. Uh, the angles are different, specifically even in sex. And and we'll I'm sure we'll get to sex mm-hmm. at some point. But again, how people enter, whether it's vaginal or anal, uh-huh. all that stuff, It it is different. Variable as to what that angle is. That's why I usually tell people like solo play for sex is so important because you figure out what the angles are sure. that right. works for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same concept with whether or not to put a stack of books or buy the squatty potty right. or like you know some people lift their hands up oh. like on a roller coaster. <laughs> I like got a roller coaster yeah. because what it does is it straightens the colon. It like changes the angle for sure. people. Um, and most people probably do it on their own. It Anyway, like, how do you sit? Do you like move yourself forward a little bit? A or, little bit. Right? And you know
3: what? I've, I've been thinking about posture a lot because mm. in different cultures and countries, there's different... Toilet yeah, systems, right? Yeah, yeah. Like in India, where I grew up for a part of my childhood, there's like holes in the ground. And in the Middle East as well, there's like little, and That's people right. are like, "This is the way you're supposed to poop." Totally squatting, and I'm like, I don't know. This feels like uncomfortable, but whatever it is. But it also the squatting part made more sense to me than sitting on the toilet, yeah. like in the United States. So it's true, right? That like different countries believe totally. posture is the ideal posture is different.
1: Totally, and I think that again, the squatting component, what it's doing is is it's just, it's really putting all of the pressure away. It's dispersing pressure as much as possible Mm -hmm. so that now everything is opening Mm. to give the capacity so that you can evacuate and be comfortable with it. If you're like pushing and pushing and and like, you know, red in the face, like, Don't do that. Right. It's not, and then you have to really look at diet and and what you're eating and fiber and kind of motility agents and really things to kind of get yourself. I always say, look at dogs. Mm -hmm. Your dogs poop beautifully. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? It's the diet. It's you know they go when they actually need to, not like I need to go to work. I gotta force it. Yeah, right. People are afraid to go like in Starbucks and take a poop. Oh, yeah. We're gonna get we're gonna get. <laughs> to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, also, I
2: you like dogs are squatting, like, like you know what I mean. So they get <laughs> It seems perfect. And not couple, someone's better than us so yeah, many ways, are. and and they don't need to clean either right. after. I mean, for the most part, I yeah. mean, Periodically, you get like the, the weird one. Yeah, I zipper, well, I they're also like... self cleaning, which that is not something I'm ever going to do, even if that is a good thing. My kids always ask. They're like,
1: "Why does he yeah. lick his things?" And I, was like, I was like, "Well, if you would, lick, if you'd be able to lick yours," I was like, "Did you try?" And Spash like.
2: give me the look blank (laughs) face but i want to get back to pushing yeah because so let's say we're on the toilet we've got our good posture whether we're using a squatty potty or we're just squatting whatever we're doing and should is there any point where we should be pushing and if so how do we do it so we're not hurting ourselves Mm -hmm. you're gonna need to give a little go a little starter push yes (laughs) okay especially because most people's
1: initial poops are a little harder mm. Oh, because what happens is remember poop is are obviously what we've eaten plus water and all the liquids, but the water usually gets absorbed back into our system. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if a stool is sitting for a long time, what's going to happen? Water is going to leave the stool. Right. So it becomes harder and more difficult to initiate. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that the best would be to have a really great diet, mm-hmm. Most of the Western diets don't have enough fiber. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of people are doing supplementation. And not all fiber is created equal. So you have to see what really works for you. I like nighttime fiber Hmm. because at the end of the day, we do poop mostly in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I just find that like the body is during sleep is really like it's kind of like recharging yourself. Mm-hmm. And so by having the fiber at night with a nice tall glass of water, it's m- kind of mitigating in m- any complications or issues and making things move. It's like a bread machine. Exactly. And
2: like the bread is like, it's, you know, it's overnight. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, Raj is giving me the dirtiest look right I now.
3: No, this is the best. And, and forgive me if I'm skipping ahead, but I want to know about the timing because I've read a lot. I've seen like, um, images in articles about, I've read a lot of articles about pooping and real friends talk about poop. So my friends and I talk about pooping. And we- Mine too, guys. Yes. And that's, that's you know, that's your real friends. So we're all real friends now. <laughs> um, I've seen like a clock that says that most people poop between seven and 10 a.m. And then like the urge for most people is not there in the afternoon at night. Is that true?
1: It, it's very true. I mean, it's variable, right? People with IBS and people that mm-hmm. have a lot of issues. I usually it's call a lot of my friends. A lot. And especially in New York City- mm. It's like there's this something IB, here. This is IBS country, for sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. It's like three, four times a day. It's like, right. oh, it's a lot. Right. It's a lot. And then it just creates more pressure, more irritation, more wiping. Yeah. And then then people come to my office and see me for mm. like stupid shit that we could fix easily. Right? Yeah, yeah. But with that being said, I mean, yes, I think- the problem is in our world, people don't want to shit outside their homes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they really are using that window of seven to ten to force themselves, even oh, if they okay. don't necessarily need to. Right. They're like, I don't want to go yeah. at the office, or the toilet paper there sucks, uh, and I'm gonna get you know irritated. Um. And so people, you know, smoke cigarettes, drink caffeine, mm-hmm. create something that's gonna be a stimulate for a stimulant for them to move things around. And those oh work. And they do. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, somebody, I, I can't I drink coffee. I love coffee. Uh-huh. I haven't drank it in years because I'll just shit all day. Wow. It's terrible. Okay. But but there are people that it, it doesn't affect or yeah. that just by doing that, they have one good
2: bowel movement yeah. and it moves things along. I will see people in the morning like going to work and I'll see them with a cup of coffee and a cigarette and I'm like, <clears throat> No. I know where you're going to be in 25 yes. minutes or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, you know, the cup of coffee for me, I would call myself like an Ivy League pooper. Like it's at the same time every morning. It's like one cup of coffee just like gently just urges me. It's so wonderful. And I always wonder about like if that's the case for everyone or if like I do have friends that can't drink coffee like out in the world Mm -hmm. because they're like, I'm going to like have my issues.
1: Um, You know, again, I think it's analyzing what works, right? If people know that they're eating certain things like Dried fruits are really great, right? You know, the apricots, the prunes, Mm -hmm. all that stuff, the dried strawberries, mangoes, all that stuff kind of propulses things, right? Uh So you just kind of have to figure out what works. I think where I see a lot of people with injury, with issues, whether it's hemorrhoids or tearing and stuff, is... You know, college kids. Everyone's not eating well, mm. drinking a lot of alcohol, right. just not, not enough water. Not, yeah, not enough water, and just not really getting into a good rhythm. Our bodies are habitual, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, like you know, the reason why most people stay and eat the same thing over and over and over is because, again, it's a machine like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's, when you're deviating, and it's alcohol and pizzas and fats and all this stuff, now it
2: starts to change yeah. a lot of that, and it affects the pooping. So, when I was five, I had cancer and they removed part of my, <clears throat> I guess, my small intestine. I don't know. There's some kind of mechanism that stops you from all the poop just coming out all the time. Totally. So, I'm super regular. Like, yeah. I do poop four or five times a day because my body's just built that way yeah. now. I'm so for, envious. For other, it, it's pretty I mean, great, he's like actually. in
3: great shape also. And I bet that has something to do with it. Maybe. Okay. I don't know.
2: But is there. Can you be pooping too much or not enough? Let's say you don't oh, have a yeah, medical that's a issue. Qu- my question, too. Can you like, be pooping too much? Yeah, you know, you don't have IBS. It's not like you're, you know, but do you not want to be pooping too much? Or I had a friend, too, who would, like, poop once every, like, eight days. Like, she was always constipated. Yeah. Oh, is no. there a sweet spot? Is it the once a day?
1: It really is so variable, Okay. honestly. I mean, I think it's like, look, if you're constipated and you feel bloated and shitty, then that's a problem, right? Like we need to figure out how do you get the system moving? Um, I, I think that, you know, most people are the two to three times a day. Um, and you know, it, it's so variable. I think at the end of the day, it's what works, but like, if you're pooping X amount, Mm -hmm. each time you're sitting, you're creating more pressure. Each time you're wiping, if you're not doing, using a bidet or some other component, and now you're irritating the skin, the right. skin. Yeah. So it winds up being a lot for people, you know, and especially we're sitting all the time, we're in Zooms, we're doing all these things and, and then now all the wiping and all this. So I think the key is really is how do you get it to the least amount for you mm-hmm. where you feel the most comfortable? Um and really analyzing, you know, when you're constipated, you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, literally. I mean, literally. <laughs> you're like, oh God, I like this terrible. Yeah. So yeah. again, there are people that I know that go once or twice a week and they're totally fine. Okay. Like Whoa. they're like, I'm good. I spiritually
3: yeah. don't agree with that. But like that's just that's just me. It's very hard to hear a doctor say that. Yeah. Um, can we just return to one thing you said that I, I want to talk about sitting on the toilet for too long? Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Um I I also read this recent article, and I think it was in the Times, it said men spend more time in the bathroom than women. And I feel like there are some people of every gender that feel like this is my only alone time, especially if have kids and stuff. So you're in there enjoying your life for 30 to 45 minutes, but on the toilet. Totally. Tell me what happens. That's not me. And I don't think that's great for an idea in my head. So I tell used, me. Yeah, yeah. I
2: used to know this guy. I took a bartending class when I was in college and he was the manager. And he would literally say to us, I'm going to be in the office. Yeah. And when he said the office, he meant he would be on the toilet and he would be in there for like 45 minutes. Totally. And I think he was like reading the newspaper, yeah. checking his email Maybe not even trying to poop. I think it's a cultural thing. Like we think of that, like you go and read a magazine or you're on Candy Crush, but you think that's a horrible (laughs) idea. I agree. Well, I mean, it was the same thing. Like like my
1: dad, the same thing for, for, you know, an hour. And it's right. It was very much of your alone time. You're able to be where you need to be. The problem is, is that the shitting mechanism Mm. is if you're sitting on the bowl, you're initiating that. Well, what happens? Blood- enters. Mm. Lots of blood. So let's talk about hemorrhoids because I think this will really answer the question. So hemorrhoids are normal. Everyone's like, oh, I got hemorrhoids. Yeah, we all have hemorrhoids. Mm. Hemorrhoids are these little airbags in everybody's butt. And why are they there? Well, whoever created us (laughs) created these airbags because there are these two different cells, let's say cell A and cell B, and they form a seam. At any seam... It's a weak spot. Okay. So they said, okay, we know shitting is gonna be really high pressure. So at that seam, we're gonna put these airbags to kind of take the pressure down. Now, if you're sitting long on the bowl, what's happening? More blood is going into that airbag. It's literally filling up and it's sitting there. Now, what's the real mechanism? I feel like I need to poop. I sit on the bowl blood goes within 30 seconds to a minute, the poop is out, you've wiped, stand up. When you stand up, and we'll talk about wiping standing up, when you stand up, the blood now loses that mechanism and the blood starts to leave. But if you're sitting too long on the bowl, you're pushing too much, you're creating too much pressure, So much blood is entering that space where the mechanism, the right mechanism can become abnormal. Mm. And what happens is people start developing symptomatic issues of hemorrhoids. They're bleeding, it's painful. They're going in and out of the ass. They're blocking, they can clot where, and that's really painful for a lot of people. So a lot of that is, are you sitting too long on the bowl? Are you pushing too much? Is the stool too thick and not Easy to expel, all these types of things play into it. So I get it. I would just say, like, you know, if you want a healthy ass, it's not looking at Instagram or TikTok or, you know, swiping right or left for an hour on the toilet bowl, Mm -hmm. period.
3: That just gave me poop anxiety, like that whole conversation. (laughs) That's so stressful to think about. I, I don't, I feel like sitting on the toilet for too long is, I knew it wasn't good. But, like, now you explain And it, how I'm many like,
1: of these people have numb legs? Right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, and they they like, try to stand up. And they're all. like, oh, they're like, oh, this happens all the time. Like, yeah, well,
3: think about happen. what's
1: happening to your butthole. It's like, that's not good.
3: Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So Raj, tell me, how is your social battery right now?
3: You know, today it's pretty high and vibrant, but it varies day to day.
2: That makes total sense because it's super easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin especially with social gatherings picking up after the winter.
3: Truly. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. For me, therapy has been illuminating. Just to be able to process day-to-day anxieties has helped me so much. I kind of wish that for everyone.
2: Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule.
3: Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
2: Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp.
3: Visit betterhelp.com slash wrong today and get 10% off your first month.
2: That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash wrong. Welcome back to Am I Doing It Wrong? Should we talk about wiping? I think we should definitely talk about wiping. Okay,
3: I mean, I'm just going to hit him with the most direct. Is there a preferred method to wiping?
2: Yeah, yes, it's not wiping. Oh, okay.
3: Is it blotting? Like, what are we yeah. doing? <laughs>
1: blotting. Yeah. I like. I think it's blotting and <laughs> paint. Well, I think a couple of things. First of all. People that are listening, you guys are going to be really upset at me. Everyone always is. Wet wipes. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. They are so terrible. Not only for the environment, but for your whole. Wait, I thought we were going to praise them right now. No, Why why is this? Okay, I'm telling you now. And like, I don't want to name companies. There's so many companies that are just like out there throwing wipes. Yeah. I think they should all be banned. Okay. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Okay. So I see 30 people a week at the bespoke surgical office. Okay. Uh, Excuse me, not a week, a day, 90 a week. Wow. Okay. I would say a third of all the people coming through are coming in from wet wipe induced issues.
3: What are these issues? This is
1: blowing my mind. So, So what happens is they change the microbiome of the whole. Got so it. think about it. We have good bacteria. We have bad bacteria, but they are in homeostasis, mm. right? They're yeah. in equilibrium. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wet wipes fucks that in a really bad way. And I don't know what it is. Is it the fabric? Is it the liquid? Because the they'll, tout, yeah. they'll be like, oh, chemical, fragrance free, all this shit, whatever. Uh-huh. Is it moisture? Like, does everyone just like use the wet wipes and then just like pull up their underwear or pants and then like they're, they're sitting in the wetness right. yeah. yeah, But I see ridiculous dermatitis, which is like bacterial oh, no. infections down there. I see HPV, a significant amount of anal warts and vaginal warts from people using wet wipes. I see herpes Not that they reactivation. Get it. No, but, but But they have... So, first of all...
3: It'll exacerbate it. Right,
1: exactly. So, HPV and herpes, most of us all have. Right. um, And realistic, but it's your body is able to keep it a bay mm-hmm. but now that you've messed up that microbiome mm. it causes so much problems let alone see. like what we're doing from an environmental perspective and they all clog the the, right. the piping i and think all some would say like
2: do not flush which i'm like totally what are you doing with that?
1: <laughs> totally <laughs> totally but i get so much haters because i say ditch the wet wipes yeah but i'm just saying and then they're like oh well we use it on our babies so like why wouldn't it be good on your butt and yeah. you're like, "How many?" how How many times do you ever see a kid, a baby with like around their mouth, like all redness, like psoriasis, whacking? Like, well, what is happening? The parents use the wet wipes to wipe the food off of their face and they get allergic reactions. Babies have really great tissue and then all of a sudden they go into infants and toddlers and then it changes. Mm-hmm. And then it's people start developing rashes over time. And it's not like just a one-off. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, you, you have a really bad poop or like you're in a space that like right. you need to do something. Some heavy duty it. cleaning. It's the chronicity <laughs> okay. of it. Right? Okay. So I'm a huge bidet you know, That's what I
3: was gonna say. Okay. I come from a culture of yeah. wash your ass. Yeah. Like do you in have India, a bidet, Raj? I do.
2: Okay, here's my thing with the bidet, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I was given a free bidet. I went to this like butt con. Yeah, I was there with you. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, okay. tushy, 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 yeah. yeah. Um I love butt con. <laughs> It was it was really cool. Okay. And they gave us all free bidets. But they're the ones that you plug into your toilet and it uses a toilet water. It is so cold. Oh, you get so
1: used to it. Yeah. And nowadays, oh you do, I have it. And you, you now every day it's like the cold plunge is like all- But in my butt no. My oh,
3: parents it. have a heat, like a temperature control. Want. Want. You really
1: can fancy. do that. Yeah. I want the Cadillac of the days. You can access you can your the warm. of the days. <laughs> but I kinda like the cold. It like wakes you up, you know, gives you a little tickle
2: back there.
3: Team cold butthole, we're right here.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm not convinced, but I'm I'm willing to investigate. I think you should do okay. it. Okay. it like it changes
1: your world.
3: Okay, so bidet and then wipe, and then wipe, or okay. it's more the padding.
2: Okay. yeah
1: like and some people padding, do. Got it. Some people are really great where they don't want to waste paper, right? So they're even doing like with either like um, bamboo towels or things yeah. that you because in essence, like if you're really washing back it there, it should be clean. There's really not yeah. much there, and right. if your poops yeah. are in a good consistency and they're on the scale, which I'm sure we'll get to, right. of like really good formed, good poops, yeah, you really don't have that much wiping there. But you want to always make sure that you dry yourself, yeah, and. I like moisturizers, but people moisturize. And then again, they pull their pants up and they're literally sitting in that. You really need to make sure that it's wiped in. It's a fast acting. You know, I started a company called Future Method and it's all about really great products to support anything anal, Okay, right? From sex to just daily hygiene. We have an anal exfoliant that is like, appropriate for getting lube off, doing other mm. things that, and kind of replenishing and really nourishing the area. The same thing on a soothing cream. And whether you use mine or others, I don't care. It's more of like clean yourself the right way. Nighttime shower, especially for the ass mm. is so important. Yeah. There's a lot of cultures that don't shower at night. I was always raised that like you get in your bed clean. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I like mm. that. But you know how many people don't? Now think about this. You shit three times a day. You are sweating your ass off all day. You are walking around New York City and then you just like get in bed. Right. Your butthole is so not clean. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And you know, it's funny- Anyone who has a vagina knows the importance of airing that region out. So it's the same for butthole. Don't let it be like swimming in a hot tub.
1: Totally. And even at night, like sleeping naked. Make sure that like when you're in the winter versus summer, that like you're changing your sheets appropriately Mm -hmm. and and your comforter, like you don't always want to sleep with like a down comforter during summer. Like it needs to air out, And especially a lot of people got big, Tushies. Yeah. And like, you know, the sun doesn't
2: shine. The air doesn't get in there. Yeah. So yeah. you have to create an environment that is inviting. <laughs> right. Let's say you don't have a bidet. What is the best way then if you mm-hmm. are going to wipe? So it's not using wet wipes. Yeah. But w- how should people be wiping with regular toilet paper? So the problem mm-hmm. I
1: see is when you think of the ass, think of like, if you're looking at the, someone's hole, to the left and the right are these wrinkles, right? Yeah. It's like right. an accordion, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It opens, It closes. The front and the back, so towards the vagina, towards the penis, testicle area, or the tailbone, the skin there is not wrinkled. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's very thin. Yeah. Okay. When we wipe, where do we wipe? Usually front to back. Mm -hmm. Right. Thin skin. So what happens? We all wipe so much. So what happens over time? People tear the skin. Mm-hmm. It gets irritated. It's angry at us. So it's not that I want you to wipe left to right. It's more of the padding. Got it. It's Got saying, it. how do you, first of all, like think of pooping as less is always more in anything, right? Okay. Like we, we don't want to be going a bazillion times a day. We want to wipe less. We want to create an environment where, again, it's like drop and leave. We're not right? stressing out our buttholes. Exactly. Yeah. And with that being said, same thing from a wiping perspective. Now I get it. Like if you're having like food, certain foods, like it's going to be mushy and disgusting. Go in the shower. Mm. Right. Like just pop in. Like you don't need to do a full shower. Just like. A little rinse. But yeah. Just put your. I, t- I posted one time me sitting on my sink. With my ass in the sink right. and white and and washing Have you ever my seen Bridesmaids? Hole? <laughs> there's yes. this like hilarious. Yes. but but people Bridesmaid. gave me such shit. They're like, "You brush your teeth there?" I'm like, "I'm not." I'm cleaning it. It's yeah. not like I'm like leaving the right, shit on right, the right. thing. Yes. But but again, I think that it just depends on where you are. Yeah. But it, I would say more of less of wiping front to back, gotcha. more
2: of padding, padding. where the whole You heard it here first. Fam. Okay. What about, this is controversial. <laughs> okay. And I was reading about this online on Reddit of all places and people were <laughs> so, had such huge opinions sitting or standing to wipe. Yes. So and I, I read that like 65% of people Sit, yeah. Thirty five percent stand. I don't yeah.
3: understand standing.
2: Well, I think it's not standing. It's okay. not like you are totally it. vertical. Okay. Okay. It's like oh, you, you can't be totally yeah. vertical. You, you can't can. reach it. But Shut what the the shot people are yeah. saying is like your butt cheeks aren't going fully back together. Yes. But like you are basically kind of squatting, yes. but you are okay. not sitting on the toilet. Got anymore. it. Yes. Got it. Got it. Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: You want my answer? I do. Always. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so standing, I think, is actually the preferred. Okay. And I'll explain why. So let's say you are sitting, you poop. Wipe once or twice when you're seated, just to make sure it's not like, you know, like terribly disgusting. Right. right? But when you stand up, remember the mechanism we spoke about of the blood leaving? Yeah. It happens then. Okay. So the longer you're sitting on the bowl remember, the more blood, the more wiping, the more irritation, the body senses that. So you poop. You wipe once or twice, finish standing up. Why? The blood starts to leave. The mechanism now starts to go back to normal daily world.
2: Ah. But you're right.
1: There are some people that it's harder to when they're standing. They don't feel like they're getting the full whole. Right. But maybe
3: we don't need to like, go all up in there. You don't need yeah. to go yeah. up all in
1: there. But again, it goes back to, if you are going up all in there, we need to go back to diet and fiber and pre and probiotics totally. and start thinking about Better strategies. I always say it's not butt health, it's gut health. Mm-hmm. If you have gut health, you
2: will automatically have butt health. Love right. That. Makes sense. It's a right? Mantra, yeah. That seems like a perfect segue to talk about like yes, yes, it does. Let's go a little deeper and <laughs> in inside. Like, what does an ideal poop look like? Is there an ideal poop, I guess, to start with?
1: Yeah. I mean, you don't want mush. Okay. Right? I mean, you just want like I think going back to the dog, I always talk about dog poop. Mm. You know, a nice dog poop. When it comes out, you literally you take your bag and you're able to just pick it up. Right. And it's not like
3: hard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's soft. Yeah. And it glides out. Okay. That's yes. it. Congealed. Yeah. The problem is we see a lot of people with like IBS and New York mm-hmm. City stress bullshit and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And what happens is they get out sixty percent of the poop. And then 40% sits there mm. and then you feel it. And then you're like, oh, I got to go again. And then it sets this cycle, right? And, and that in and of itself, that's why I do a lot of work with anal Botox for IBS mm. because anal Botox mm. relaxes that sphincter, that third sphincter that we say people can't open, they can't relax that. With IBS, it's not listening to you. There are these things called paradoxical motions where your brain says to your butt, open up, but your butt does the opposite.
2: I will say two things. Um, Number one, my friend Kate once saw a doctor and her doctor told her that, this has haunted me since I've heard this, that a healthy poop should look like a wet banana. And like, that makes sense. Yeah. But it's still just like made me look at bananas in a different way. made me look at my poop in a different way. <laughs> yeah. but I guess like that seems like. a Kind of what like
3: you're saying. Like yeah. People yeah. can hold
2: in their head yeah. that image and like totally. that seems useful.
1: That's maybe why I don't like those like bananas. that are a little browner. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> just take too, off
1: the top. That's better. Too close to right? home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So I will say because I had cancer in my abdomen, I was on Accutane, which is a acne medicine. I was on it three times. And that stuff is like lighter fluid. Like they don't prescribe it the way they did Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. I was on antibiotics for a lot of my life. I was lactose intolerant for 20 years and now it's gone. Thank God. Um, I had crazy shit issues for a long time. And the last couple of years I started doing a probiotic Mm -hmm. and I do it twice a day. And my stuff is so good now. Like I'm so much happier and my boyfriend's like, is it psychosomatic? Is it not? Should I try it? And I'm like, I don't know if it is psychosomatic. Like, but you don't care. Right? I don't care. You're in a great place, so yeah. much better. And I feel like it is the probiotics.
1: You know, but if if they took out the portion, it's called the ileocecal valve. Yeah, there must have been a valve that they removed. It was a valve. Yeah, and that valve is important yeah. because what it does is it it holds the poop back. It holds the liquid back to then really allow the colon to do its thing. When right. you don't have that, it's constantly flooded. Yeah. I I think, you probably you know, as also we're aging, you're, you're eating better. You're looking at things differently. And not, but yes, I mean, I think the key is, again, is we learn more and more about the microbiome, yeah. right? The microbiome is so important, specifically in anal sex. When you look at STD risk, HIV risk, it's all about the alteration in the microbiome. Mm. If we go to Times Square and we swab 20 random people, I know who has anal sex. Just from Just the swab. from the swab. Wow. Because the microbiome from douching, from lubricants, from all this changes. Interesting. Not for the good. Yeah. Because now there's a higher prevalence of this species called Provatella. What happens? I think that the reality is most STDs are not from the act of sex, I mean, it is, right? Mm -hmm. But it's the transmission through the microbiome, the protective lining that is there. Mm. And again, what you're seeing, same thing on a stool perspective, which is how do you create the balance I don't know what the balance is for you, but you have to go out there and figure out, hey, where is that? On a fiber balance, on a diet, and a a microbiome perspective Mm -hmm. so that you're in a really good state. Mm
3: -hmm. I mean, that being said, I think there's so many questions around keeping your microbiome healthy right now. And I'm interested in like your thoughts on food and drink behaviors that, and I know it's a little bit different for everyone, but if you want the healthiest poop Via your
2: microbiome, yeah.
3: Like, what do you what are you getting more of? What are you avoiding?
2: <laughs> yeah, like processed foods. It seems like those are probably yeah. bad. How much vodka. Can I, I, mean, I have? Well, if you look <laughs> at if you look at like
1: vegetarians and vegans, and oh you God. talk to them about their poops, like they are so proud. Yeah, right. right. I Prouder mean, than me. They like ascend into totally the sky. Right. Yeah, I've lost. Clearly. Of vegan That's the right way, right? (laughs) Plant (laughs) forward, right? Totally. So, like, no matter what, if it's like, you know, again, I think that that's the thought process. But you have to look at what works. Like, the reality is like. Pizzas and and fatty foods and all that stuff is not really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, look, protein is really good for a bulking agent. You just got to be careful because it can make people significantly constipated. Totally. A lot of people, weightlifters or people at the gym using protein to kind of supplement. You got to be careful. The protein bars, if I have one bar, I'm not shitting for three days. Mm-hmm. 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 Because it does that, it binds you, it pulls together. Obviously the leafy greens and all of that type of stuff. All that, you know, the, the yogurts are, are amazing, you know, just because a lot of them do have the microbiome components where they're yeah. replenishing the lactobacillus and all of that. Yeah. So I think, again, you just, everyone knows what is the right food, yeah. right? right? You know, yeah. I was just at Do You ever eat them? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I'm going to plug them. <laughs> They've been around forever. Okay. Anyhow, plant-based, they are just, and just homemade, all cooked in like La Corsette uh, Mm, cookware. And they're all around the city. I think they're in lots of places, but they make you have good poops. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that know it and they're there. I mean, they're packed all the time. Clean, it's healthy. You don't feel like shit after you eat it. And it just creates this environment where life is good.
3: Yeah. This is kind of like when people are like, what's the secret best diet? And it's like, Eat well and exercise. Yeah, Yeah, it's this is I get it. It's like common sense. But
1: everybody, I mean, I always meet people where they are. You know, you're gonna go to Joe's Pizza and get it it, right, and you should. You should. But I think that when you when you create the habit, right? If you're doing the fiber, if you're eating, no, like like Mm -hmm. during the week in the city, I don't eat lunch. Mm. I'll only do a protein shake with Akai seeds and all. Why? Because I just know that because of in the city, I'm stressed, I'm running around, that if I do that, it's going to mess up my entire system. Yeah. But yet on the weekends when I'm home, I'm more relaxed. I can have a full two to three meals a day mm-hmm. and feel comfortable with that. You have to just analyze and think differently, you know, yeah. and I hope people from this are saying, oh, this makes sense. And how do we analyze what changes can be made? And I say- if you're going to make changes, one change at a time, yeah. because you're never going to know if that change totally. actually, and the people are like, oh, I took a fiber, I took a probiotic, shit doesn't work. I'm like, bro, like, yeah. uh-huh. you need to do it for like a month. Right. Totally. Like stay consistent. on it, be consistent. Yeah. The body is that, right? you know, it wants to be consistent, it's a machine,
2: you yeah. know, yeah. treat it with kindness.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Are there
2: other things that we should be worried about if we see like, Color, mm-hmm. smell, sure. are there red flags? No pun intended. That, like, if we see something in the toilet bowl or we smell something, we should be like, that's not good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the smell stuff is always hard because food processed and how it comes through and cheeses and all that stuff. Right. You know, it. Sorry. I think it's again, it's like more of if you are habitual and you know, and you normally fart like, and the smell is this, and then all of a sudden it's changing, yeah. and you're like, well, what is that? You know, someone said that they were taking a fiber or a probiotic oh, yeah. and then like it made their farts stink. Supplements will so, affect so your, dim, really. your pee and poo.
3: <laughs> yes. Totally.
1: I mean, it's the same thing. I don't know. With asparagus, does your pee smell?
3: Yeah, it not different it's for sure. So, so I
1: mean, right. mine. some people don't have that where they can't smell it. Like yes. well, I'm like, it's oh no, disgusting. I can <laughs> smell right. it. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah. Anyhow, same concept of that. But I think that when you look at like obviously if you're bleeding out your ass, that's not normal, yes. and we can mm-hmm. talk
2: about. that. Also, just in, make sure you haven't had beets. I've yes. had that before. Oh yes, I, had I was going to say, like, beats oh my god, like, like hot god. Yeah. Yeah. what happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a murder scene. like, oh, I had beets. Yeah, but then it's
3: also your like snot and your pee and
2: like everything. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, there's
1: so many times I get people, I'm like, did you have beats? They're like, <laughs> right. yes. I'm like, I could see it. It's different. Um, black stools, right? Yeah. That's like an upper GI bleed. It's like you have an ulceration mm. or something else going on. That could be super serious, up. though, yes. right? Yeah. So again, I think, you know, I always tell people if it's one, uh, you know, it, it's okay. If it's right. if it's persisting three to five days okay. and you're having some issues and you're nervous about it, get checked. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Especially nowadays with colonoscopies and access to care and really being on top of things to prevent cancers and colon cancer and stomach cancer. Like we should know that black stools are not good, right? Red stools that are more kind of around the poop are not Good, okay. right? right. Um, and things that cause like, you know, you have to think of if you are bleeding or in some capacity, is it painful? Mm-hmm. Is it non-painful? Most non-painful are internal hemorrhoids. Right. Okay. Um, inside, above a certain line, you don't have pain sensations. Mm. That seam, remember we spoke of the seam? Above that, it's called the dentate line. Above that line, there are no sensations for pain. And so again, looking at your poop, it's important to look at your poop. What color is it? What consistency is it? And just figuring out. And then obviously if you start to see those others, it's now knowing what do you need to do and try to see. And then if it's like, hey, I don't know what to do, then go see somebody.
2: Dr. Goldstein, this has been amazing. So fun.
3: We, I have one off the cuff, if if I may. Let's do Okay. Um, I'm not going to name her, but my best friend lets me tell the story. She one year ran the Mumbai Marathon. She's an amazing runner. And you know how people during marathons oh, have to gosh. poop. I it's a whole thing. I have another too. friend that her kid held up a sign that said, don't poop for like yes. marathoners. It yeah. was really cute. But Uh, This friend of mine, love her to pieces, she... Um, had a little breakfast or something the night before, and as soon as she started the marathon, had to poop. Yeah. This bitch ran the entire marathon with her butthole clenched. Like, she is my hero. No, that makes okay? me angry. Yeah. No, yeah. she, but here's the thing: she said that if she stopped to poop, like it would ruin her time. Yeah. Like e- yeah. it would completely ruin And They're ruin really her time. serious. Yeah. This is my I mean, really
1: serious. And, and
3: she <laughs> said that she like broke her PR because she like did breathing exercises <laughs> and made it. That is my nightmare. First of all, I laugh for an hour when I heard that, but that's like also my nightmare because like holding poop when you can't go is crazy. Are there breathing exercises? Is there stuff you should do if you have to go and it's not the time?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I think realistically, think about how many times you've had like a diarrhea and you know, and you're like, Right. holding right yeah, and so the question is is it just like a wave of yes, like is that it a wave? or is it and so like in theory you're clenching and holding you're trying to tell your body like this is not the right time and then sometimes the body listens yeah. and it stops that and you're like oh, okay we're good for Thank now you. Yeah. and then other times you're like you just, you just gotta go I mean it is what it is Yeah. now I was, I am mortified with marathons I, I gotta say so my parents would take us cause I live not too far from the city to every marathon. Oh. And we would go on, what is it? First Avenue or second Avenue and wait and watch and watch. And I just remember when I was like 13 or 14, this one guy was, and those were like short shorts, you know, like back oh, in yeah, the, the 80s, running, like the running yeah, short yeah. shorts, right? He lifted up and the mm. biggest shit- came out whole like was it a healthy best. shit? It okay. was so healthy. Wait, is this it just, your origin story? Is this just, why you became a it butt just, doctor? It, <laughs> it just came out on the street and I remember seeing it. And my mother like but totally like just tried to cover my eyes, but like it was too late every marathon I text mom I'm like mom it's a marathon and she just sends me the shit emoji over and over because it's it's unbelievable but a lot of them don't care right. even if they have diarrhea yeah. I've seen people with like just shit all over them Oh my! they gosh. just let it go they don't
2: fuck with their time they don't go to the bathroom don't say this to me like this is a good thing no, I'm, I'm not impressed
3: I'm, I am traumatized by this entire conversation <laughs> but I think it's an important one to have and also I do Agree that Dr. Goldstein is a poop su- superhero and this may be his origin story. <laughs> this is
2: the story. origin story. This is why you it are could who you be, are. Maybe, it's, it's maybe. Wonderful. But you know what?
3: Like,
1: but also, like, like we shouldn't shame the guys or girls or anyone that's no. said shitting while they're
2: going. I just don't that's kind of nice. I'm not shaming them. I'm <laughs> no. just thinking I don't ever want no, that for no, no, no. myself. I know. It's I know. Stressful. But but don't say, I mean, in life, yeah,
1: when someone says, Oh, oh, it's not gonna happen, or I don't want it to happen, like you never know. Like we I never know. Like you could be like walking on the street, and all of a sudden, it's it's bad. You know what I'm saying? Like something's gonna happen. Yes. it can happen to all of us. But that
2: seems different than me choosing to run a marathon. I know, but yeah. yeah. like and not it's so pulling stressful. over to like.
1: I know, take but they want to get under
2: three hours. A lot of these people, it's like it's like clockwork.
3: She's,
2: been She's my hero. This is. I'm gonna go on record. This is my favorite episode we've done so far. <laughs> So thank you, thank, you. thank oh, you for the conversations. Gift.
3: Are just always great. They're the I best.
2: Feel. They're the best. So yeah. much fun. And I hope all of our listeners are enjoying this. I hope. And have good poops, poop please. Yes. And if you don't have good poops, like, f- you know, surround
1: yourself with people that do have good yes. poops. <laughs> yes. <Ask> us <laughs> Just yeah, totally.
2: inspire them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, thank you guys. Thank you again for being here. This has been so good.
3: illuminating. It's
2: illuminating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's time for better in five. These are your top five takeaways from this episode.
3: Number one, the ideal potty posture is different for everyone, but it's almost always going to involve some kind of squat.
2: Number two, don't spend more time on the toilet than you need to. This is not the time to contemplate life or play words with friends or look for a date. Literally shit and get off the pot.
3: Mm -hmm. Number three, as Dr. Goldstein says, gut health leads to butt health. Consider incorporating more fruits and vegetables into your diet, hydrating, and perhaps taking a probiotic.
2: Number four, wet wipes might seem like a good idea, but they're actually hell for your whole.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Bidets are your best bet, but if you have to wipe, consider a standing squat and blot. I
3: love a squat and blot. (laughs) And number five, find your perfect poop. For most people, that looks and feels like, as Noah calls it, a wet banana. Uh, in texture, not color, everyone.
2: (laughs) Raj, have you been pooping wrong?
3: I still think I'm a great pooper, but we are a wet wipe household and I'm rethinking that whole thing
2: now. That was pretty shocking to me too. It was. Like I've heard the thing about it's obviously bad for the environment. It's actually bad for like your plumbing system, but I'd never heard someone say that it was really bad for your butt. I love the environment, but I love my butthole slightly more. Yeah, but you also don't want like rashes and things either down there, right? hundred percent. Okay. What about you? I'm still fixated on him talking about anal exfoliation. Yeah, that I'm sounds magical. I'm thinking about that like apricot scrub. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop I'm,
3: calling our ages out. What the hell?
2: I'm guessing that's not what he's talking about using, but I like this thing where he was like... You should be treating your butt as well as you treat your face. Absolutely. A lot of stuff goes on down there. And I think we just don't think about it. And we should be.
3: It's true. And also the main takeaway, you know, from this extremely illuminating conversation was that everybody's poop and, you know, butt journey is a little bit different. So kind of be intentional about it. Study your diet, your body, because really happy poops make you extremely happy as a person
2: completely and only you know what that looks like or feels like or smells like Mm -hmm. so i think you're right everyone's on a different poop journey and just we have to do the best poop journey we can do i wish you the best poop journey Noah. (laughs) until next time as long as there are things to get wrong we're going to be right here to help you do them better
3: happy turds y'all
2: do you have something you think you're doing wrong? Email us at wrong at huffpost.com and let us know. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustolium's new custom spray five-in-one gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom spray five-in-one, only from Rustolium.
0: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.